Today, we name a champion in our search for America's greatest innovation. Along the way, we encountered so many amazing creations. There was the hearing aid, Kevlar, the electric guitar, the programmable robotic arm, the 3D printer, the air conditioner, GPS, the mobile phone, the sewing machine, and your wise pick that I was always secretly rooting for, I have to say, the transistor. But I have no vote in this contest. It's all been about you and your votes, hundreds upon hundreds. You rush to thetakeaway.org to have your say. The final three innovations are the sewing machine, the mobile phone, and your pick, the transistor. We'll announce the winner shortly. But first, a quick nod to our partner in this series, the American Society of Mechanical Engineers. Tom Lockwood is their executive director. He's a dear friend of The Takeaway. He's a firm believer in the power of innovation to keep our infrastructure safe and to keep America moving forward. I think innovation has always been with us. I mean, you go back to the Egyptians trying to move water. Uh, it was innovation trying to solve problems. It was man's ambition to do big things, um, to make the world a better, safer a place with more utility, uh, to improve the quality of life. It, it, it just goes hand in hand with innovation. And uh, what does the ASME do in terms of monitoring innovation and you know keeping track of the safety of you know all the stuff that we don't pay any attention to? Right. So we at ASME follow innovation as it finds its way into society, and we as engineers think uh, about the public safety and the application of that. So in the um, middle of the 19th century, steam was discovered as this ubiquitous source of energy. But it would have problems. I mean it would create explosions and the engineering, uh, insurance and manufacturing industries got together and said, you know, there's got to be a better way. And through collaboration and discussion, the standards came about. The idea that we can codify best practice, understand what was causing these explosions and contain it, fix it. And as a result, Steam explosions went to zero and now we have pressure equipment in our home, whether it's your home boiler or your toilet for that matter and it's not going to blow up because of standards and because of that public safety. Uh, and so now as the world has gone on and, and you have the rapid evolution of technologies, standards have to keep up and it's a big challenge for organizations like ours. Is that collaboration that you described there, engineers getting together with insurance people and public safety – officials and deciding that there, there needs to be standards, that uh, technology can't just run roughshod. It can't just all be Steve Jobs in the garages. There has to be some sort of strategy brought right. to the table. Uh, standards really do two things. One is it provides a common language, um, the idea that you can manufacture component parts for a nuclear power plant in China and install them in Pakistan. The other is about safety and, and that comes sometimes after the fact, sometimes after a disaster. So for example, in the um, Deepwater Horizon event in the Gulf, that was at the cutting edge of technology. That was at incredible depth, incredible pressures, things that hadn't really been seen before. Standards don't exist yet for that. Uh, the industries are doing the best they can to conform and ensure public safety. But because they're at the cutting edge of that technology and it may be proprietary, Public safety sometimes comes not second but isn't always top of mind as opposed to getting to market. Now, you know, when I think of innovation, I think of no standards, no constraints, that uh, you're thinking out of the box. You're yeah. running away from all of those traditional institutions. And you say that 
in fact, you can't do that without compromising public safety. Right. So if you think about innovation, it, it often isn't these big, huge breakthroughs. It's usually applying adjacent technologies or it's usually kind of taking it to the next level. So looking at the collection of finalists in your innovation series, many of those came about through evolution. They, they weren't just kind of this – that cell phone uh, didn't show up just one day. It, 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 it was a progression of technologies to the point where now there are more than 5 billion cell phones on the planet. The same thing with the sewing machine was an evolution. And so the idea that, that the most cutting-edge technologies achieve these kind of breakthrough status when there's sociology and, and technology kind of merge. What's the joy in uh, this? I mean, the, you know, there's this kind of get-rich-quick, um, you know, lightning strikes in one place sort of story that goes along with the Steve Jobs and the Thomas Edisons of the world. But uh, if you spend any time at the ASME, this is a quiet, dedicated priesthood of folks, some of whom may have difficulty telling a joke, um, some of whom <laughs> may have difficulty understanding a joke. But 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 still, th- this is a crucial piece of how things get done and why things don't blow up. Yeah, um, it's true. There's a reverence and a sense of uh, this audacious responsibility that comes with standards development. The idea as as we as engineers just are thrilled to death by technology and the idea of how it might transform and improve the quality of life. And it's all possible that we can have clean water and ubiquitous energy and uh, adequate and safe food supply. But standards are going to be at the root of it and there's going to be organizations like ASME are, are going to be there all along, understanding the importance of standards, understanding that it can be done, uh, understanding that, yeah, when things happen, we can learn from that and make it better. Um, and so the joy comes from this seeing the technology and innovation applied to improve the quality of life. And just think about it. Think about how jazzed up people are getting about these innovations on your show. I, I, I just am thrilled by that and appreciate the attention that it's getting and not just by engineers but everyone who kind of – we're all kind of live uh, immersed in technology this day and age. Tom, it's always great to talk to you and it, I just always get – enthused about uh, your passion over all this sort of stuff and uh, you know I'll, I'll go home and maybe fix that drawer in my kitchen well thanks my John wife's if, bugging me if you need help I, I can I can refer a couple of engineers to help you and and, and uh, thank you for your time and attention thank you so much for giving uh, for celebrating innovation um, it's it's the it's the American and it's the human endeavor thank you Tom Laughlin is the executive director of the ASME the American Society of Mechanical Engineers NYC Now delivers breaking news, top headlines, and in-depth coverage from WNYC and Gothamist every morning, midday, and evening. By sponsoring our programming, you'll reach a community of passionate listeners in an uncluttered audio experience. Visit sponsorship.wnyc.org to learn more.